0: Studying pedals and earning medals. That's the Jeff LaMondia story. Or is it Lamondier? Either way, the associate professor of civil and environmental engineering knows more than most about the rocky relationship between cyclists and motorists. And trust us when we say there ain't nothing pedestrian about his research into pedestrians. Ready to share the road?
1: I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It it looks something like you 1.21 gigawatts! What the hell is a gigawatt? (laughs) You're listening to the hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.
0: Hey, you, congrats on doing the best thing you've done today, probably, uh, certainly, at least for your ears, at least for your mind. That would be tuning into the award-winning hashtag getting the best podcast at all of higher education brought to you by the Office of Communications and Marketing within the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, the best college of engineering on campus, hands down, bar none. All All
1: campuses.
0: Yeah, every campus. That's what I mean, just on campus as a capital C. Just a general, you know. Uh, ter- uh, that would be Austin Phillips talking over there. He's the co-host of the uh, said show. I'm not going to talk about his looks today. It's uh, not looking the good. Therapist <laughs> told me I needed to back off a little bit, and the police. And <laughs> <laughs> a little piece of paper showed up on my desk yesterday afternoon. Said Some restraining, call a restraining order, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about him. He's the director of the uh, office of communications and marketing. We're going to leave it at that. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist within said office, as well. And uh, uh, I'm also a, a co host. Marcus, do you knew that? Do you know that? What I, I mean? would I would actually
1: I would call you the host, Jar. I really host? would. Well, I, you, I would well, I would be a co- I could be a co host. You're just
0: a regular guest? No. <laughs> you're the co host I yeah is that how it I works? Would, I would say you're the well, host. What do you Jer. do with like founders and co founders? Jeff, do you know?
1: Yeah, I'm like, thinking of like, it. You know like what I mean? One
2: like, what of those night, night, late night shows, right? You got the person on the couch that's yeah. there for the banter. I'm the
0: Ed McMahon to your Johnny C. Exactly. You're the Ed McMahon? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. The Ed McMahon to my Johnny C. Uh, and we also can't forget Marcus Klutz over here on the keys with a button up shirt today, looking yeah. good. Uh, and it's ironed and everything. Not sure what's happening. Wow. Yep. Uh, Jeff Lamondia. Now, do you say Lamondia or Lamanja? You know but, what I mean? Like a fancy, like a Lamanja. Like I didn't know if it was like like a Frenchy way to say it or something. Maybe you got the right origin, Lamont. It is French. It, yeah, I knew yeah. it. Yeah, but it, it, it's actually Le Lamondier. Le Mondier. Originally,
2: oh, we a, don't call it that though. Jeff Lamondier.
1: <laughs> I, I will never call you Lamondier yeah, anymore. Lamondier. And I'm gonna say it like this. It got changed
2: in Ellis Island when it came over. So, Marcus, uh, could
0: you get the Perrier, please? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Perrier. Uh, Jeff Lamondier, an associate professor of civil and environmental engineering and uh, a name, a name you need to know. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, we've got some fun things. I mean, a professor's professors, apparently because your students are like, you know, making history and yeah, taking names and all kind of stuff. We got papers. We got to talk everything. about things, you know, bicyclists are a big problem. And
1: uh, I can't stand <laughs> sharing the road with him, and I'm gonna hope you can maybe make me feel a little better hey, about it. You get him and uh, I believe Ben Burmester was one of your uh, PhD candidates, yeah. But you, yeah, they're they're big on the on the bike sharing. Uh, share, uh, hey, share the lanes, boys. Oh, share gosh, the lanes. The I won't tell you about the fight I almost got in here on Donny here a couple of weeks ago <laughs> with a biker. I'm telling you, but he was not sharing the it's road. It's a public it was his menace. Fault. It was his
0: fault. Anyway, so you're here to help me. And and just I think general public. I mean, with traffic, we got all kind of stuff we're going to talk about. So let's get to it. Thanks a ton for joining us, first and foremost. Who are you? Uh, you know, we know you're from France, originally ish. And, <laughs> <laughs> originally-ish. and uh, so let's talk about it. How'd you get to Auburn? What's going on?
2: Yeah, so uh, I've been at Auburn for twelve years. Uh, and moved here from Austin, Texas, uh, which is where I did my grad program, uh, did master's and PhD there, um, and actually grew up in Connecticut. Uh, did my undergrad Ooh. at UConn. Mar- Marcus, Marcus spent
1: some time down, in, down. In, in Connecticut. He grew up uh,
0: mentally, you know, uh, in Connecticut some, yeah. Well, how about that? So, so you moved to Connecticut. No, he's from. I grew Connecticut. up in Connecticut. He grew yeah. Up listening. Yeah. But yeah, but
1: I worked my way backwards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What part of Connecticut did you say?
2: Uh, Northern. It's uh, if you ever heard the term "wicked," I dropped that into class all the time oh it's, that's where it's from that's, that's where, where it's wicked, from. like wicked smart wicked.
0: and all that stuff yep that's really us. that's yep. the name of the podcast there we <laughs> go there you go
1: <laughs> wicked french easy peasy <laughs> french. well uh
0: okay so
1: i want to I, I hear about your decision to uh further your education at uh ut austin
2: yeah i loved austin that's my favorite city in the country i love it
1: really it's weird yep and we want to keep it weird right? it's that's, yep right. Yep, I have that sticker on my board. Yep, I've got one in my. Office. So give us yeah. give us an Austin memory.
2: Uh, um well I I try to go back often for the Austin City Limits Music Festival. No, no, which no. No, is pretty no. About, awesome. no him
0: oh. About, <laughs> oh. I didn't know if oh. you all knew each. other. You know? I did a story about the bicycle he was giving away. All kind of good stuff. Okay, no. Uh, all, yeah, 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 Austin uh, yeah, what is it? City, City Limits, City yeah. Limits. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. but Austin was great. It's a uh, yeah, it, the music scene is just incredible so it's walk us through the uh,
0: the auburn trains you know transition how do we get here
2: yeah uh so when i was applying i finished up my degree I was looking for a faculty position somewhere uh in the country and just loved auburn uh came here really connected with the department loved the city and uh it was a great fit so i really lucked out and the orange was close enough it, close enough. It, <laughs> the burnt orange and the auburn orange kind of off We just had
1: this argument, though. <laughs> when we were growing up, Auburn's colors were burnt orange and navy blue. Mm-hmm. They were. That's what mm-hmm. it was called. And then somewhere along the way, they... Taking the burn off of it and just call it Auburn Orange. But it, it was Burn Orange. And that wasn't necessarily the Texas Burn Orange, but we called it Burn Orange. We did. Mm-hmm. I didn't make that up. No. I wasn't
2: thrilled that AM joined us in, yeah. in our conference.
1: That's. Uh. <laughs> well, hey, now y'all are joining the club. so <laughs> exactly. yes. There we go. Man, what a world. Things are changing. They are. I swear. Well, so. Uh, well, uh, no, yeah, again, with, sure. well, yeah, with Texas, you know. Um, We just established the transportation, Auburn University Transportation Research Institute. Larry Larry Rallette, who came to us from Nebraska, is now heading that up. Again, our transportation initiatives go back. 150 years here at the oh, yeah. college um we've been doing all this work for so many years but so we really just wanted to unify that presence and, and put it all under one umbrella um but texas really has a great uh research inst- i mean research program uh as well so just talk a little bit about because that's really you you look at what we're trying to do and where we're at your Virginia's your um your Texas's are really some of your larger transportation uh entities so just talk a little bit about that
2: yeah it's really exciting to get the transportation center here um it's bringing together so many different people so many different ideas we've been all working in in little silos you know and it's really cool to bring it all together and uh and go after some of these really large projects which is great um and yet, it, I think we're, we're pulling our experience from all these places like Texas. Um, I got to work on Texas-focused projects, but also national projects. And that's really exciting that we're all starting to, to move in that direction of working on these really big projects um, that have national implications. Absolutely. And, and people are learning from the things that we're doing here at Auburn, and that's really exciting.
1: I love it. Love it. You know,
2: Larry's Canadian. Do you know that? I did not know that. Well, yeah, you can talk to is. him and bug him about it. I mean, if you really want to be clear, my dad would, would make a big deal that we are French-Canadian. We're not just French. We're French-Canadian.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I was hilarious, well too. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. great. Works uh, Everything works out. Transportation, yep. eh? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, uh, well, so what about getting into engineering and everything? I mean, like, what, what, you know, growing up, were you making roads with Legos? Were you, you know, riding in the middle of the road when you shouldn't have been on a bicycle? or What was going on? Yeah, yeah where, where does the transportation passion I'm sorry, come in there? You
2: know, no, like it's a really area. good question. So it it started, I started school actually wanting to really do structures. Um, and that was interesting to me. But then I started taking the transportation classes, especially the, the planning, the forecasting. That's my area that I ended up in. Um, really enjoyed seeing how... The decisions and the things that we did as civil engineers affected the real world. It wasn't just like I designed something, I said it, and I walk away from it. It had all these ripple effects of I was doing something for a city, for a roadway, but it also was impacting the economy. It was impacting quality of life, the health of people. And to me, that was really exciting. I really like the interaction of behavior, too, of we can build something we can think about you mentioned the bike share on campus how do people use that if we change some things about it add new stations let people go to different places how does that change how they're going to use it how does that change congestion on around campus during rush hour so many different implications it's really cool
1: you know i will admit when i first saw the bikes because i guess that front basket you know looking thing Mm -hmm. i'm just thinking That's just not the coolest looking bike that I've ever seen. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to work. And then those things are everywhere. And you see the, you see the students riding them everywhere. So it's a phenomenal idea that has really taken off. So in between, uh, undergrad and grad school, I
2: actually got hired, uh, as a consultant to help out at the grand Teton national park, Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the counties surrounding there to help out with their, uh, bike master plan. Um, and, uh, So part of my job was to go survey people. I developed the survey and go collect data throughout the entire summer, uh, living in the mountains. It was amazing, Um, but the nonprofit that I worked with uh, partnered with a bike shop, and they gave me a bike, and it was the most ridiculous looking bike <laughs> uh, i thought it was a joke at first but i named it the beast because it it was like a leftover bike had these big fat tires had skull and crossbones and then a basket with a daisy on front it was... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so it was it was quite the bike eventually i got a mountain bike there so that go. was much better
0: yeah what's an example of like some data that you have seen you know doing these research these you know implementing things seeing how they are going to improve things it's been a surprising to you, you know, on any kind of project? Has there been one that really st- sticks out that was like, I wouldn't have thought that would have been the, you know, result, if that makes any sense?
2: Yeah. Um, so one of the cool things on campus, you mentioned Ben Burmester, um, who works in facilities here on campus and is really pushing things that we're doing uh, for facilities. Uh, if you're on campus, um, next to the intramural fields, they've built a new protected intersection. So if you drive yeah. down, mm-hmm. uh, is it Biggio drive and Mm -hmm. samford i think is the intersection um so as you drive through it it's uh it's got some really neat ways that it pulls bikes back from the roadway uh, and then makes them very visible as they cross the street um and that was actually resulting a little bit from the work that we did here with the bike sharing campus we collected gps data from all the bikes that were used for like four years. So millions of GPS data points every time somebody checked at a bike. Um, It was all anonymous, of course, so we didn't know anything about the people, but we were able to see where people were going on campus, whether they were staying on sidewalks, whether they were getting on, uh, the roadways, or the using the bike lanes, and kind of the facilities that we were promoting, and so we not only just looked at one point in time, but we were able to see the patterns of what people were more comfortable with, and kind of those safe interactions with cars and things like that. Um, so, coming up with intersections like that are really important, and based off off data. We also uh, a couple years ago painted green bike lanes yeah, on campus yeah, I, I don't gonna, know if you guys a, saw no, that that I was, was mentioned.
1: yeah so yeah. i mean not all i mean we were a very bike friendly campus yeah uh, but then great. i I, yeah, I was that's where i was going next is that's even extended out to the community uh, if you see the green lanes uh, you know yeah. now heading especially heading east out of campus you see a lot of those
2: and that's the big thing is uh, In my work, it's not just these point improvements, right? You need to plan and have a big plan of how things are going to improve because you don't just want to build a random bike segment, but new random sidewalk somewhere Um, that's not going to do anything. And that happens a lot in cities where people build a bike lane and then say, oh, nobody's using it so we don't need to invest anymore Uh, but you really want to be thoughtful about where you're making those connections they need to go where people actually want to go Um, and so that path into campus is actually one of the main through fairs into campus and making sure that it's safe for those cyclists to get in is really really critical Um, so one summer we actually partnered with the city they provided the paint Um, my crew, my research team provided the, the person power to go out there and, uh, we painted it. Um, we were covered in green sticky paint for a week. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: but then we set up uh, cameras to track cyclists and vehicles and their interactions, which is really, really important. And we're able to, to figure out the kind of the before the after, um, that throughput was just fine for vehicles, but they slowed down enough to make it safer for those cyclists. And we measured the distances, the passing distance, um, and it really leveled out. Um, One of the big things you guys mentioned road rage about the cyclists Mm. is um, trying to understand expectations of cyclists, of drivers and how they relate to each other. And by giving these separate facilities, whether it's just paint, green bike lane, super easy, uh, you can build up like a. A buffered bike lane where you have some sort of barrier, some cities put planters or or even just um, a little curb to separate them out. Really designating those spaces makes it so much safer and reduces crashes and, and any kind of safety issue. It's
1: really great. Yeah, you're talking about that, My, what I had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. One safety thing is if you're, a bike, if you're a cyclist and you don't like what somebody else did, if you pull up next to them and you slap the side of their car, they're probably going to be enraged. Which is what I was. Yeah, if you so. want to use me in Austin
0: for any sort of research subject on the other end of
1: things, you know, so if feel free. I, He came out of this parking lot. If he's listening, I'm mm. in 1210D. You can find <laughs> me easy. Hey, you want to talk about a designated space for biking? I think the uh, founding fathers
0: of the town and everything had it right in the mid 1890s when the bike, you know, first started really coming on strong here. There was a lane, a road that they built. All the way from Auburn to Palanca, just a designated bike path. That was it. Does it That's, still exist? They kept people. I wish, hmm. I wish it did. I really, really wish it did.
1: <laughs> I mean, are you so a bike man So that you could yourself? sit next to it and watch all the people <laughs> ride their bike.
0: <laughs> are you a bike man? I mean, you ride.
2: Uh, so when I lived in Texas, every yeah, day I'd beast. bike into to campus. Here, where I live, is a little tricky, especially get off, or get across train tracks to get into campus. Oh yeah. So. Uh, there are plans, talking about long-term planning, uh, to make sure that we're building this corridor, bringing us from uh, the north side of the city into campus. And once that's done, I'm in. I'm also uh, toying with the idea I'd love to get an electric bike. I think that's a really good balance. Because I'm I, <laughs> part of the problem is coming in is all uphill. So I don't want to be a mess by the time that I get into mm-hmm. campus and then have to do everything all day. Uh, so an e-bike... Uh, it's kind of a pedal assist. Yeah, so I was you, about to
1: say, I, I think they have those. They're called scooters.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Motorcycles. Yeah. Well, here you get some
1: exercise. You can
2: pedal as much as you want, but then if you're trying to get up a hill really quick, you can click it in and it'll help you up. So you're
1: not... Uh, it's like the folks you know. I see on the skateboards around here that they've got that control in their hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not a skateboard. You're just riding. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is weird. No. <laughs> I mean, do they think they're cool?
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I it looks wonder. cool. It mean, looks well, like if they... Marty McFly. Let's
0: talk about some of your students. Yeah. yeah, they're we, doing big stuff. Yeah, we, they're yeah. doing big stuff too. So, so we we had two award winners. Talk about that recently because I know it was a big deal. Uh, yeah, talk about them, brag on them. F- yeah. FAA awards too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was really exciting. So. Uh, My work kind of spans very short trips, walking and biking, making that safer, uh, all that behavior side of things, Um, but also long trips, long distance trips. Um, And so, uh, yeah, two of my Ph.D. students, Fernando Cordero uh, and Mitch Fisher, uh, both uh, amazing Ph.D. students, really smart, savvy, really into like the big data analytics side of things. Um, It's always good to have PhD students that are a little bit beyond what you're (laughs) what you're doing. Um, And uh, yeah, so we work on these long distance trips, trying to understand, again, behavior, um, both driving, flying, why you're taking trips, how many trips you take. Um, We've done some really cool things during COVID, trying to understand how things have changed because of COVID. Um, But we applied for... um, They have the ACRP through, it's called the Airport Cooperative Research Program uh, through the Federal Aviation Administration. Um, And they give out a few of these grants a year uh, for grad students that have a really good research idea. Um, And so Mitch and Fernando both applied and they both got it, which was really, really exciting. I think it's the first time that's ever happened that two like colleagues got it in the same year. Well, we claimed so, it. Yeah. So it yeah. so Gotta be the <laughs> advisor. Gotta be <laughs> the
1: advisor. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff, you've also been really involved with our Alabama transportation um, conference that we have every year. We've hosted it now for like, Oh, Lord, yeah, years. I was about to say 60, 70 something. years. You yeah. almost, um, and you're very involved with that. Talk a little bit about how um, big that conference is for all of our, Gosh, our um, private partners, our state DOT partners, uh, yeah. just the, the amount of people that show up and, and what that does for our state. It's
2: great. Um, so the Alabama Transportation Conference takes place every year um, and people come in from the state like we get state DOT people. Um, we have Metropolitan Planning Organization people, city engineers, um, but people from all over the southern region attend our conference. we got hundreds of people that mm. come in from all over for it. Um, the department really rallies to have a really nice, robust group of presentations. I mean, it goes on, uh, everything from structures to construction, to pavements, to transportation. Um, I'm always excited when we get to sneak in some of these, uh, bike and ped, uh, planning activities, um, that are in there. And it's really cool. We get speakers from local who are doing cool things within the state, uh, to kind of show off and be like, Hey, look at this neat thing we did. You can copy it too. Um, and we also get experts that we've seen at conferences or read their work or they have a, a cool published um, manual that just came out and they'll come in. We'll invite them in and they'll get to spread that information, too. So it's a really powerful means of, of sharing new information, um, getting
1: people excited about things.
2: Um, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it, it's an amazing thing to see. And I, I know the last time I went, I think um, you talk about getting the information they were talking about. Well, I think the gas uh, taxes mm-hmm. were going up and they were preparing where that money's going to go. And so I'm just, you know, I'm not aware that. All this is going to go. And I'm insider information at the Love conference. It. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I, one other thing I got to know before we, uh, before we let you go and run out of time here, we you used to give a bike away a year. Are we still giving the bike away?
2: When were we giving the bike
1: you away? Were, you gave a bike away a couple, I want to say a couple of years, because I remember we would head skull would and <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. bike. We would give a bike away. We put it on social media.
2: You were right. I'd forgotten we did that. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I do as part of my bike and ped stuff um, is partnering. So <laughs> a clear theme that I do here is a lot of my research is very tied to real world right. applications. Um, and so I partner with the university um, and we do a multimodal survey. Um, every couple years. And so this is with the Office of Sustainability, uh, with facilities. And we've done a number of promotions to get people to share information about uh, how they're getting to and from campus, um, kind of the new initiatives, that idea of bike share on campus really came through with that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we, we do a lot to get people to participate to give us some information because it's really important uh, to, to get that feedback from people about what's working on campus, what's not. We always hear about parking, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And the university does use that information. We, we work up, what are the trends? What's uh, what's going to happen? And um, yeah, we get really feedback. made an impact on this guy. Yeah. So I know. We,
0: I, wanna, I, want, uh, this uh, body. I want, I want the free <laughs> body. <thing. laughs> hey. I Ooh. saw that was so cool. To, future, uh, you know, with, Vehicles are changing. You know, we got the smart stuff. The bike share things are happening. Every big city you go to, there's these scooters everywhere that people are just picking up. And what, what's it going to look like in, in, in 10 years? What's a, I don't know, pedestrian bike. What, what's the relationship? What's it all going to be? What, what should we be looking for?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and literally just this morning uh, was finishing up a workshop for federal highway. Um, they invited this uh, kind of symposium for people to talk about what's emerging, what's happening in the future. Um. And the big concern, actually, are not those urban areas. It's not the big downtowns. We're really concerned about suburbs and kind of your ex-urban places, your rural communities, things like that. Really, really important to look at those. Um, We've got more people moving into them, uh, different travel demands. They're getting older, um, getting around. And this idea of walking and biking is really, really critical in those communities. And it's not just like throwing in a bike lane or throwing in a bike share program. We've got to really think about it as those are good means that are sustainable, um, that are cost-effective, and also really generate um, economic growth for these areas. And so actually, I'll I'll throw in one more project for you here. Um, We're working with the CDC um, with a big grant with extension that this is
0: centers for disease control. Thank Austin.
2: you. <laughs> yep, Center Appreciate for Disease Control. Um, and r- amazing team that I'm working with over an extension. Um, we have 13 different counties that are the high obesity counties um, in 13 of the most obese in the entire country, actually. Um, but the goal here is to help improve health and improve the quality of life in these 13 rural counties across the state through walking and biking and we are working to develop these really amazing plans we have teams coalitions in every one of these counties to figure out what what are the barriers to getting people to walk and bike what are those changes that we need to make and a lot of it is now partnering with the city or community leadership to be like, okay, we need to think about it from an economic development standpoint. We need to change some of the land use. It's not just a, a roadway problem. We need to be thinking about it from an access. Mm-hmm. Where are the schools? Where are the homes? How do we get between them safely? Um, so it's really hitting it and trying to improve these communities through transportation,
1: which is- really All that's cool. so smart. Because I, if you asked me to solve that problem, I'd just put a stick on the handlebars with a string and a Chick-fil-A sandwich that you're just <laughs> peddling toward it the whole time. Go Aye. go get that Sammy biggin. Let me
0: let me suggest the Jeff Lamondier Fitbit giveaway contest then, because that's what's gotten me walking. Mm. I mean, you want I mean, I, I gotta get my steps. I mean, that's why I, I've become a pedestrian in this town. And they open the Chick-fil-A across I mean, the street. I mean, sure, it's not
1: far. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: still, you know what I mean? That's why I don't drive. I'm but a walker. to say, as soon
1: as they start delivering it over here.
0: Now, this guy to my right here, he doesn't look left. That crosswalk, he owns that space. You don't stop for him. You talk about a dirty look. I, you know, make I I make sure the cars are paying attention and everything. He'd be an interesting study right
1: here. Marcus. You know, I always am one of those two. I'm, they're not going to hit you. And you know, one of these days they're probably going to. But yeah. well, I mean, it. hey, you got the you got the right away. Yeah, yeah, and he owns it. He well, and it a, uh, talking about uh, biking these areas, I only hope that um, as autonomous vehicles continue to improve, that that's going to improve the safety of pedestrians and mm-hmm. and uh, cyclists as well. Get so, a tom- well, and you just and asking that question of in ten years, I mean, just think when you know Jeremy in less way less than ten years from when we graduated, you know, this whole campus was not pedestrianized. And, I yep. mean, within years, they completely pedestrianized this entire campus because you used to be able to drive right mm-hmm. in front of Tishner, um and really messed up how you remember which quadrant is in four. Yeah, because I hate there's, it. There's no four-way stop there anymore. Yeah, I mean,
0: honestly, we need to kind of cut these kind of departments and initiatives, I think, <laughs> from because it's just ruining my memories. You need to be pull up right r- to the door, r- right? <laughs> exactly. I rode my bike. The first day from your car to the door, no, like I tried it. I brought it from home. I hadn't, you know, I wasn't using it all that much my freshman year. I took one day on that thing. And I mean, it was like, that's it. I can't do it. It was too much. I was hurting. I was dying. I didn't know what was going on, but apparently some people know how to use these things and can get around pretty well. We on need them. to get
1: Jared one of these electric. Bikes. I tell you yeah. what, that
0: would be a good video. Teach a man to bike. Anyway. <laughs> Jeff, can't thank you enough for joining us. And uh and, and for sharing some of this great stuff you're doing. This is all, you know, in jest and fun aside, you know, it's all in fun, but um yeah no seriously it's great yeah, to work. have these kind of experts yeah. as part of it because again your name sounds important regardless <laughs> but but for to know that the stuff you're doing actually is important important and, really and important. what's going on upstairs is important and and obviously you know top-notch is it's it's refreshing to see so yeah make fun of larry and uh we'll uh, we'll, talk to you, we'll talk to you soon war eagle war eagle jeff war-y-go. thanks